Respected listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'a, we welcome our Mufti, Mufti Hassan Ali Suleiman. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, how are you Mufti Sahib? How is everything on your side? Alhamdulillah, trying to stay warm. <laughs> it's winter time over here. <laughs> Gee, uh, last week we believe you were uh, tutoring and teaching, so you're very busy with exams, I believe, or something of that sort. So the listeners were waiting for your analysis on certain things. Yeah, over here they call it the um, winter vacation, uh, but uh, they always have it at the time of Christmas. <laughs> so, you know, we, we like to change names over here. Yeah, uh, yeah the name game changing. So, Muftisab, today we find a lot of Muslims, what's happening is they are saying Merry Christmas, and they say we don't believe in Christmas, but just as a token of kindness, we just say Merry Christmas. So, what can Muftisab advise us on this? Well, of course it's haram, uh, because there's a meaning behind it. We tend to ignore the meaning. Uh, the majority of the people have ignored the meaning. We have uh, Jews nowadays uh, wishing uh, Christians, uh, or even atheists, uh, Merry Christmas. It's become a, a secular thing, more than a religious thing now. Mm. Um, Merry Christmas and season's greeting because uh, New Year's will begin on January 1st. And so the, these two holidays together, uh, holidays for the non-Muslim, um, of Christmas and New Year's uh, are 10 days apart, or one week apart, you know, you know, one week apart. And so people in the streets are always saying season's greetings or Merry Christmas. And it has really now um, anything to do with religion. Uh, so I, I, I believe, I believe myself that maybe this is why a lot of Muslims are also jumping onto the bandwagon uh, because Jews are wishing Merry Christmas. Uh, Hindus, I'm talking about in America, uh, are wishing Merry Christmas and what have you. And even here in Pakistan, uh, you can you can you can buy Santa Claus and and uh, all these other Christmas trees and things like this. You can buy them here in the markets um, because of this interface. Okay, mm. uh, so obviously a Muslim cannot do this. Our uh, books are sick, no matter which method that you follow. Or even if you don't follow a method, uh, no one says that this is permissible. Uh, you even lose your iman uh, by saying this, but um, the, the, the people we feel the the, the non-educated, uh, uneducated Muslims are feeling that this this is a prophet. Isa Islam is a prophet of Islam, and we are just um, celebrating his birthday the same way we celebrate Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu and Eid Milad and the and I want a double problem, you see. So, here's the thing. And you'll see, especially in Pakistan here, uh, on Eid Malad in the uh, Christians and Jews are invited 
to uh, you know Islamic countries. They have the gatherings and they have birthday cake for Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu and and all the religions are, are there celebrating and being happy. And Christmas time, you have some Muslims that will also join with the Christians. Mm. In fact, I remember it was, I, I don't know if Muftis have sent me this, but it was about a year or more back where someone, I got this message, it was in Pakistan, and they opened up a halal bar, so, and they serve halal alcohol beer, so we were like shocked when we read this, and then when I read further into it, it said, no, actually what it is, so they've got this bartender, and he's just, he acts like he's making alcohol, but he's just making a smoothie. But the whole scene and the setting is all of that, like how you, and exactly when you go into a bar, how it is. So, so they asked him, how could you do such a thing like this? So he said, no, you see our youth, they go to bars and they drink alcohol. So we want to take them out of that. So we want to give them a halal option. Currently, Muftisab in South Africa, there is now, just now, 24th, 25th, 26th. Tomorrow it will continue. At the Emperor's Palace, they're going to have, they're having it, it's on now. They call it the Halal Festival and shopping and all of this for Muslims. What's on that menu? There's a Bollywood program that's taking place. There is another band, I don't know if it's a rock band or something, they are going to be singing. There is some Hindu who is going to be, he's a comedian, he's going to be addressing the crowd. All of this, and they say it's going to be halal festival for the Muslims. So this we can see the abuse of Muslim words, Islamic words rather, by the Muslims at times, by the non-Muslims. Well, if the Muslims are doing it, the non-Muslims will say, well, we can also use halal for promoting haram. And it's at the casino. All of this we see. Muftisab, can you confirm this about this beer thing I was telling about this bar? No, this is the first time I'm hearing of it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not looking into it, inshallah. <laughs> um, I never heard that before. I, I heard about the, the bar in... Um, in Saudi, okay, that that was going on a, a couple of years ago. Um, that they were selling alcohol and real alcohol, all right. And they said that the factor from uh, the ulama in Saudi was that anything less than seventy uh, percent uh, was okay. Seventy percent alcohol or less was 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 allowed. Uh, so the enemy was going out. <laughs> Yeah, that's the closest thing I heard, but that was a shout. Hmm. I'll try to look for the article and I'll send it if I can find it. So, like this, we see all of this is taking place in the name of Christianity. And like you said, Mustisab, that that is why people feel that pressure. Okay, no, they, they wish us happy Eid. So, I've got my Hindu neighbor every Thursday night, every Jumma. He thinks it's... So, he sends me a message... Jumma Mubarak. I know he doesn't listen to Marcus, so sometimes a few weeks go by, I, I, I don't even go in his message, and I think I, one day I must just explain to him the whole thing. But every Jumma, he, he sends me a message to say, 
Jumma Mubarak and this and that. May Allah grant you this and all of this. So there is that pressure that they do it for us. So why don't we do it? We must also do it for you and for the, the Christians. Muftizab, my question is um, that comes to mind. Last week or the week before you told us that you initially were looking into a Qadiani book. But before, what, what religion were you following? Yeah, I was a Christian, uh, a Protestant, a Baptist, as a matter of fact. I was a Baptist Christian. So you can give us better facts about where is the proof or what is this whole thing about Christmas from there? from their angle? Is there any basis from their side to say, okay, no, it's in the Bible, so that is why they believe in it? Uh, well, <laughs> most people, most Christians don't read the Bible. Alright? <laughs> and Catholics can't read the Bible. Uh, only the ulama of the Catholics, uh, the priests and the bishops and what have you, the Pope, only they can read the Bible. Then They can't even have a Bible. Catholics, Protestants with, uh, like Gil McCulloch, um, they can they can read the Bible. But they read the Bible, they find out that these things regarding Christmas have nothing to do with uh, with Isa alayhi salam. Right? It's um, um, when the Roman Empire uh, became Christian, okay, and they made that like the official language, and they would conquer other lands. Okay, the people had their own religion, their own pagan uh, religions, and they had their own holidays. And so some of these holidays that were developed by the uh, Christian church uh, were put on the days where the pagans had their own holidays, and so that there would still be a, a celebration going on. Uh, if you read the Bible uh, in the Old Testament, uh, it says, uh, don't be like the pagans who chopped down the tree and, and decorated and decorated with balls and like have like this. All right? So now this is the Christmas tree. All right? Now in the Bible it says you shouldn't have a Christmas tree. You shouldn't have a tree. You shouldn't cut down a tree and, and decorate it. But back, you know, be, before Isa al-Islam, um, when they didn't know about uh, Science and astronomy as much, um, and the yes, I know the twenty third. The twenty third of December was the solar uh, solstice. Okay, where is the shortest day of the year? Okay, the night is the longest, and the day is the shortest. And then on June twenty first, the birth happens. The day is the longest, and the night is the shortest. Okay, so during the year, the day is getting longer or getting shorter. All right. So as it's going toward December, the day is getting shorter. And the earth is the furthest away from the sun. So the pagans would chop down a tree, decorate it with balls, and those balls represented the sun, all right? And they would make dua for the sun to come back. Mm. And this would happen around the 25th of December, <laughs> okay? So when the Catholic Church, or when the Christian Church took over those areas, all right? They put Christmas at this time. So now the people can still celebrate and they can still use the tree, all right? But then it just changed, you know, a little bit by putting, oh, this is Ethan's um, birthday, and I will be the But 
when you again you look in the Bible and you see that the people in uh, Philistine, okay, at the time that uh Esau was supposedly being born, it says the shepherds were in the fields with their sheep, with their flocks, okay, goats and sheep and what have you. And right now in Philistine is winter time. So they wouldn't be doing that in December. Hmm. All right? It'd be doing something like that, like in June, May, and like that. So, so um, scholars now say that they believe Esau was probably born in the spring. Hmm. Okay? So this is... The people like Muslims don't read Hadith and don't read Quran. Christians don't either. Hmm. So they just, they just go with it. Hmm. All right? The whole thing with Santa Claus and all this other stuff. Yes. I just found now as you're speaking, I said, let me search certain things. So, yeah, I found it, the Christmas tree from pagan origins and Christian Christian symbolism to circular status. And it's got the whole explanation of what you just told us now. So, you are told lies from the beginning uh, of your childhood. Uh, So you don't question it until you become like a teenager or something, but then you don't really go deep into it because it continues on and on and on. And this is why it's easy for the this is why it's easy for the Christian uh, to become Muslim. But you've been lied so much as a youth, okay, that you're looking for the truth. And Islam there's no lies about, mm. you know, in our holidays. We can, we can show you hadith and and, and I of the Quran that justify all of our holidays. Mm. They can't do that in, in Christianity. Mm. This makes it much more, uh, you'll say this argument is much more strengthened when it comes from a person like you, Muftisa, because you've seen that, you've experienced it. And I think, I, I, from judging from what you've been saying to us, even in those days, you didn't have much hope in what you were supposedly supposed to be believing in and that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had granted you this iman because of sincereness and because of the search for the truth so Jim the thing now is being whitewashed I talk to you know my family and, and, and others uh, who are still Christian what do you want to do they, they give you like that uh, interfaith type argument uh, there's, there's a little truth in every in every religion, or there's a little wrong in every religion. I don't see anything that's 100% correct. All right? Investigate. Investigate what you believe in. You know, why are you telling your child about Santa Claus, this, this man that lives on the North Pole, who has all the characteristics of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Okay? And he brings, he brings uh, toys to all the children all over the world in one night. Uh, and he, he lives in the North Pole, okay? And he knows when you're good, he knows when you're bad, uh, he knows when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, okay? And you're told this, so you have to be good, because if you're not good, Santa Claus will not bring you toys. Now, what does that got to do with Christianity? What does that got to do with the birth of Esau they found? Well, this is pagan beliefs, hmm. okay? So now, as a child, everybody, every child believes in Santa Claus. And then when you get older, you, by the time you become a teenager, uh, you're told, no, there is no Santa Claus. And again, what did I say? Santa Claus had the same qualities that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has. Hmm. 
He knows everything. He knows the unseen. And he can go around the whole world in, in one night. Hmm. Okay? And, and deliver all these things. He's a rock. Okay? Give it all this idea. All right? And then you become older and you find out, no, there is no Santa Claus. Hmm. Well, so now, now we did the law. It puts doubt in your mind. Does God exist? Hmm. Okay? Does God exist? You see? So everything. So this is very easy. So it's, it's more bewildering now for the Americans when they look at what happens in Gaza and the people, the women are not complaining when their, their, their child, you know, are being blown up and, and you know, they lose their whole family and they're not cursing a lot. And, and the people in America, they can't understand what kind of God do they believe in. Hmm. All right? So, um, so they, they're going out now, and again, I'm, I'm warning us that the people are going out now and talking about how they bought Qur'ans and they're reading Qur'ans, and they're reading an English translation of the Qur'an, okay? And people are writing that they want to learn Arabic so they can learn this thing better. But where are we? Are we ready? Are we ready to help these people? Are we, mm-hmm. are we ready to bring them into the deal? Mm-hmm. No, we're, we're, just, we're busy celebrating Christmas. Exactly. That's the tragedy here in Lanasia. If you go, I know previous years, if um, trade route is a certain mall here, and there was many complaints that Santa Claus is a trade route. So, as you were saying this, I'm thinking, but there's so many Santa Clauses, and if he's supposed to be like God, how does he go to so many places, and how is there so many of them? Isn't that that's a pagan belief in itself? So, they Muslims. This is the tragedy. Muslims would go now recently, past few years, I don't know about this year, they, the children, parents are sending the children to sit on Santa Claus, Muslims, and take a picture, just to say, you know, here's an opportunity to take a picture and it's free and everything. Muslims are doing this. In So exactly what you said. So make dua for us, Mufti Sa- um, Christmas, I mean, the oldest Santa Claus, um, it, it started, I think, like in Germany or Scandinavian countries, huh? They had a, you know, the Santa Claus is white, all right? But he had a black man with him, okay? Uh, and an ugly black man with a stick. And we would beat all bad children, all right, and get them in line. But now with all this, you know, uh, politically correctness, <laughs> that black guy they took him out, <laughs> all right, and uh, they just left the white Santa Claus. So that that was another, you know, racial thing that they would put in our minds in America that this this white man, okay, uh, who was had the qualities of God, was going around giving toys even in the black neighborhoods. All right, well, we didn't have chimneys. He supposed to come down the chimney, all right, from the roof, right? But we lived in apartments, apartment building. So we asked our mother, you know, hey, how did he come? We don't have a chimney. Oh, no problem. He'll come down the fire escape and he'll come through the window. <laughs> you just go to bed and your toys will be there in the morning. <laughs> I just read now Santa Claus raped someone. This was a uh, case that was reported by the Australian College of Mental Health Nurses. And the article goes, I was raped by Santa Claus. So Santa, the God, so-called, or whatever he may be, he also rapes. 
Mufti Sahib, I'll see you. Jazakumullah khairan for your time. and appreciate it. Inshallah, we will meet you in the future. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.